seems like most of the time we're either in two boats. We're either doing something and we don't want to be doing it or we're not doing something and we want to be doing something else. I guess that's really just one boat. We're doing something that we don't want to be doing. And I think from there, there's two boats where you're either doing something that you have to do that you don't want to be doing or you're not doing anything and you feel like you want to do something. Like you're sitting on the couch and you don't know what to do. You're, you're scrolling on TikTok or something and you want to be doing something else, but you don't exactly know what that should be. So you just kind of stay doing what you're doing. Or, you know, you're working some job, you're doing something that you kind of have to have to do, you think you have to do, and you're kind of just in the cycle of doing it because you haven't thought of anything else to do. Um, or you just don't know the next step or, or how to get out of it, how to break that cycle. I think both of them kind of are a cycle, but how do you get out of them? I'm not sure that you do get out of them. Lately, I have been thinking about this idea where if you want order in one part of your life, you have to have chaos. Or if you, if you want, if you have stress, it has to balance out with some sort of comfort, you know, good and bad. Everything has to kind of even out at the end of the day. And I think we have a lot of freedom with how things balance out, but I don't think we have a lot of freedom with exactly what we do all the time because I think most of the time there are things that we have to do, but there are also things that we can do if we choose to do them. So we have to decide what we have to do, what we need to do, and not just like a job that you have to clock into, but what's the highest thing that you need to do? Like, do you need to align with some sort of values and morals? And that's probably what it should be aligning with your higher self. You know, who, who's the person that you want to be all that jazz. And then through all the things that we have to do, I think given that, if we figure that out, then everything that we have to do to get there is pretty simple because then it just comes down to making a choice. Um, you either do what helps you get to that higher level or you don't do it. And I think if we're conscious about those decisions, then it becomes a lot easier to make use of our time in a way that we feel is useful. So if you have to work a job, you, you can ask, ask yourself, does this help me get to the next level? So like, do I need this money to do something? Do I need this money to do something, um, you know, regarding, you know, taking care of my family? Do I need to take care of my family? Do I need this money to, you know, start this business? Do I need to save up for a little bit? And, and be realistic, not, um, don't play to safety. Like, I need this job for the safety of it. Like, yes, you might need the money, but is there something else you could do? Could you go ahead and start the business now? Um, and that's going to add a little bit of stress. So, like, so the job might give you stress, but to balance that out, you might, you know, uh, be on TikTok or something. You might watch TV. You might watch a movie. You might smoke some weed. You might have a drink to balance out all this stuff. And what is the optimal balance? I don't think there is an optimal balance. Because everything is already balanced. I think you just decide, I guess, the optimal balance, but it's not ever going to be optimal. I think we need to get out of the the perception that things are going to be, things are going to feel good all the time. They're not going to feel good. I think what we can do, so, you know, if we're drinking for comfort, we can change that to, um, you know, drinking something else for comfort. Like I, I switched from drinking coffee uh, to drinking hot cocoa because... 
Well, the coffee makes me anxious. I'm already prone to anxiety. Not, not, I don't want to say that like, oh, you know, I'm, you know, I'm an anxious person. I'm not, I'm not an anxious person, but my body gets anxious. I think when I'm in a stressful situations, my mind doesn't register the anxiety. Maybe like, um, I won't say like it should, but my mind just doesn't register it. If I'm in a stressful situation, I just think, damn, this is stressful. I can tell that I'm stressed, but what else is there to do but just get through it? And I think in that way, I'm able to take on more stress, more stress, more stress. I could take on a lot of stress, but my body at a point says, okay, um, there, there's, a, there's a mismatch here. You need, a, you need to do something else. And so instead of adding more stress, coffee, something that brings me up, I need a, something that doesn't bring me up like that. So I switched to hot cocoa. Um, I think little things like that, just switching things in and out of the equation can help you a lot. My, my kid's learning how to talk, and that's, that's great. But there's never any quiet, except for when I'm sleeping. And even then, it's not quiet. The dog's barking. Maybe that's something that I need to figure out right now. I, get, I, I like silence, but with a kid, you don't get silence. And, and we're about to have a second kid. So we're not, I'm not going to get that silence. And I think to me that, can, that at first it's a little frustrating, but kind of like with this example of trying to figure out the balance. Okay. If I'm not going to be able to get silence here, then what do I do to get that silence? Um, and I think the answer that I came up with is uh, my head's going to have to be silent. If everything out here is, is noisy and a little chaotic and the house gets a little messy and um, people dogs, kids are screaming, then my, my mind needs to be able to deal with that by being um, kind of empty, kind of silent. And that's difficult because before I, before I had a kid, I thought I was the calmest person on earth. I thought I was super level. I thought I was super calm. And then I got married, realized I, I wasn't all that calm. Then I had a kid, got a dog got two dogs and I realized there's a lot in me that isn't that calm, that isn't that level. So blessing, you know, being able to see that, but also, you know, how do I deal with that now? And I think the answer is just that if, if, if there's noise on the outside, there has to be silence on the inside. If there's chaos on the outside, there has to be order on the inside. And I think we can use those, you know, those, those equations to kind of just guide us to where we should be right now. So instead of getting mad or yelling at my kid because he's learning how to talk or yelling, I, I do yell at the dog sometimes. Well, I've yelled at the dogs a couple of times. I was um, like actually just yelling at them because I was angry. But most of the time, I'm, I, I found out now if I just call them, um, it took a while for them to come. But when they did, I'd give them a treat. And now every time I call them, they stop barking, they stop doing whatever they're doing, and they come because they think they're going to get a treat. That's you know basic dog training, I guess. I, I'm not sure if they think I'm rewarding them for barking because they haven't stopped barking, but at least now they come and they're quiet when I ask them to. So that's something. The kid, I don't want to stop him from, from, yes, it's annoying sometimes, but I don't want to stop him from learning to talk. I don't want to get mad at him. I don't want him to think um, just because he's expressing himself and, and learning and doing new things that I'm... I don't want him to associate that with me being mad at him because things aren't quiet. That's for me to deal with, not for him to deal with. So on my end, things need to quiet down inside so I have the space to take on the noise from outside. 
like uh, I was taking cold showers for quite a while. Like maybe it started this summer, so maybe maybe three months, maybe three months, maybe four months of cold showers, and then finally it just got too cold um, to take them because it's almost winter now. And let's see, I had that. I was waking up maybe around five, five thirty. I was working pretty much all day. Um, wasn't watching TV. I was reading. I was meditating. I, basically, everything was very structured, very rigid. I had a, a diet of just meat and vegetables. No coffee, no drinking, obviously no smoking or anything like that. And I wasn't on social media that much unless I was posting. And I think all those things really, really stressed me out in a way, but it was also my comfort because I was only doing them because I needed all the energy I could. So all my working out, the cold showers, the diet, the work, the, the sleep regimen, all the, this whole routine was geared up to get a very specific outcome. And the outcome was more money from work. Did it work? Yeah, it worked. But now that got me to a place where, okay, we had the money and we have the option to do something else that can make more money now. So now that I'm a bit more comfortable in work, I found that it was super, super hard to wake up early now. Um, it was super hard to get, you know, stop being distracted by social media. It was very hard to stick to my diet. It was very hard to, I stopped doing the cold showers. I started drinking a little bit more coffee. Um, because, hmm, because things felt more comfortable, but I think in reality, they're not more comfortable because I could do all the work and I do all this stuff that stressed me out, but it made me comfortable because it, it guaranteed an outcome almost. And now there is no guaranteed outcome because now the work has changed and I'm having to change. Life is changing. I'm having to adapt and, and do things almost completely differently than I was doing. And so my whole system has to change. And that is very, um, there's a lot of anxiety in that, I guess. There's, um, there's, I'm unsure. Um, uncertainty, um, doing something new. What if I fail? Of course we probably will. And I know, I know we're gonna fail along the way and that's, that's natural, but it's something completely new. So I think I've fallen back on things that make me comfortable. Warm showers, um, eating um, whatever I want, um, whenever I want almost. I, I don't eat breakfast still, but, um, Going back to drinking some coffee, you know, watching TV a bit longer than I normally would because I need that comfort somewhere. But it's just and I wanted to hang on. The last thing that I, I wanted to hang on to was the cold showers. because I was like, this is kind of the last in my workouts, really. I still do my workouts, just not first thing in the morning. But it was like the one thing I was kind of holding on to the cold showers, like the one thing that I felt like was, you know, kind of giving me an edge. And then finally, I realized I just need to let go of it. I don't think we stay in those routines. I think we find out what works for the situation. I think the, the, the equation is always rebalancing. Um, every moment things are, are changing. So we have to change and we can't just stay doing something. We, and I think especially when things aren't working or you don't know, you, you just kind of have to let things go to, let things be chaotic and or unorganized. Sometimes you let go of the daily routine. Sometimes you don't do the morning routine. Sometimes you go to sleep later, you stay up all night. Sometimes you do these things um, to kind of, kind of like you have to tear down to rebuild. 
and it's great when you when you build something nice but then you know as soon as you need to go build something else or what you what you built doesn't work for what you want to build next or as soon as there's no integrity um, in the building or what you've built then you have to kind of tear it down or at least break it down a little bit but the nice thing is when you build something you need blocks i suppose you need something to build it with you need materials you need energy you need ideas and i think when you go to tear it down you don't lose any of that raw material like in a house you, you crush it all it's kind of all wasted but i think physically mentally spiritually you don't lose anything you still have that knowledge so now when i go to rebuild something else now i know okay i can utilize cold showers in this way i can utilize or i can change my diet in this way i know you know how much i can work before i burn out i know okay if i if i need an extra 30 minutes i need an extra hour to work on something i can pull that from the time that i watch tv or if necessary i can take time that i spend with my family and put it towards something else or I can take something time from something else and put it towards my family if, if my family needs more attention. Um, if this is stressing me out a lot, I know I can eat you know a junk food meal and that will give me at least some comfort. Is it a long-term strategy? No, but if I'm super stressed, I know I can go you know warm up uh, a potato, a baked potato, or I can you know go eat some bacon, or I can make a bowl of pasta, or make a loaf of bread, and that will make me feel comfortable. That might give me the comfort I need just to get through the day, to get through that obstacle. And I think as long as we have things like that, we're, we're thinking, thinking of it not such in, okay, I'm eating badly, and this is how I'm gonna eat forever, but you know, this food is giving me comfort, and right now I need comfort. And I think if it's a long-term thing, like you don't, you don't ever stop it, you don't ever cycle through these things, and that's when you become, um, that's when you get into addictions, that's when you get into habits that don't serve you anymore because you, you, you've stayed in this thing and you've kind of forgotten what your goal is or you've forgotten how to utilize the things that you're doing or why you're doing the things that you're doing. And I think that's why it's very important to have a, a goal, you know, something in your head that you're kind of going for and to always kind of keep a mental list of what you're trying to do and you know, kind of lay of the land, um, what you're doing, why you're doing it, and all the little pieces and parts that fit into it so that when something goes wrong or something needs to change, something needs to adapt, something breaks, you can fix it, you can attend to it, and you know exactly where to go to do it. So, you know, right now, for instance, I know that since my routine almost completely broke down, um, I know even though it broke down, I still have all the pieces. And my routine breaks down because of who I am personally. So the things that I might need at a specific given time, but also my family, you know, what time my wife and my kid are waking up and going to sleep, what their schedule is like. And you know, he, he's growing very fast. So, you know, his sleep schedule last month was not the same this month. And I need to be able to work around that. And I think that's very important. I think well, for men working at home, for women, I don't know how my wife does that. She runs off of minimal sleep. Like, um, she, she, she really, and she's pregnant as well. So that's, that's very difficult. We, we kind of have two separate things that we're kind of, we have the same goal, but we're kind of dealing with it in two separate arenas. And so even, she, she, she takes the blunt of that much more. So his sleep schedule, having another kid, um, she takes a lot of that but i think it affects me in a way whereas you know i kind of want to revolve work and what i'm doing around them in a way 
she has to kind of revolve it around him at the moment, you know, my, our kid, and then I try to revolve it around them. But it's a, it's a, it's a much, uh, to a lesser degree, I suppose, but I think it's still important to be able to, I don't know, be changeable. So if he's waking up at five, or if he's waking up, um, you know, early, you know, I either have to wake up earlier to get my workout done or to have a little bit of quiet time to do something that I, I might need to do that's quiet, or I either stay up later to do it when after he goes to sleep. Um, depending on my wife's schedule and, you know, what she wants to get done for the day, what she wants to do and how she's feeling, you know, I might need to spend more or less time with her. I think for men, that's, that's, um, that's important to have a gauge on, on your family or your wife, your girlfriend, your husband, um, your boyfriend, you know, whoever it is that you're with, whoever it is that's important to you, that you're, that you're kind of gauging that because I think society kind of places, I don't want to say an unfair burden on men to work, but think traditionally that is what we are meant to do. We're, we're meant to work, we're meant to provide, protect. Um, and it's your choice if you want to do that or not. I personally find that I'm quite fine with that role because I wouldn't want the role of um, my wife. I feel like that's, I don't want to say it's harder or easier, but I'm already in this, you know, I'm already, I'm already doing the man thing. She's already doing the woman thing. There's no use of trying to for me trying to learn her part and her trying to learn my part now, I mean, it's more efficient just to kind of keep going the path that we're going and learn from each other as we go. So, you know, if she's gone for a day, if she's gone for a week, you know, I can take care of the kid. And probably all by myself. Now, it'll be stressful as hell not having two people to do it, but it can be done. If I leave for a week, she can probably handle the business. Um, she'd have to make the content, which she'd probably be a little bit uncomfortable doing, but I think she's been around enough and we've talked about it enough for her to be able to do it to, for her to be able to do it and vice versa with me with the kid so i think that's important but i think on any given day uh, we might take it for granted but it's probably to our benefit that i'm able to focus more on work and she's able to focus more on the house and i would say we have it it's probably about 60 40. Now, she does lose out a little bit when it comes to the kid and her sleep because she, you know, she wakes up to feed him. But I think other than that, I think we, we have it pretty damn f as 50-50 as it practically could be for us. And I think that's the ideal situation. But I, I also think all right, there are going to be things that men do better and women do better. Um, like there are biological differences. And I think kind of coming outside of the balance of ourselves so, you know, this balance of stress and comfort and good and bad. I think there's also a huge balance with the people that we spend our lives with. And I like to have balance within myself, you know, work and family and home and my spiritual life, uh, my habits, my routines. But I also like to have balance with my wife. I, and, I, and I think it, it kind of fits in to an extent, but it, it's a little bit different because the balance you have with another person is kind of masculine and feminine energies and it's not always I'm 100% masculine and she's 100% feminine a lot of the times it's it could be 50 50 or it could be I'm more feminine and she's more masculine and I think it just depends on the situation I think a majority of the time it ends up being I'm more skewed towards masculine and she's more skewed towards feminine 
But that's not always going to be the case. I don't think it needs to be so black and white. I think humans, us as humans, we need to be able to kind of flow freely between the two. And I guess know where you're comfortable at and know where you work best on that masculine feminine scale. Because just like knowing, you know, how much comfort you have or how much stress you have right now and that internal balance of what you need to do for yourself, if, if you're also aware of the balance that you have within your relationships and, I, and with society and the role that you play in society, that's gonna help you out a lot more rather than if you're just kind of going about it confused. Am I too masculine? Am I too feminine? Um, no, you, you, you already know, okay, I'm being more masculine right now or I'm being more feminine right now. And then from there you can decide what you need to balance that out, whether that's another person, another environment, or whether that's within yourself and you just need to act a little bit different, differently given the task that you have at hand. I don't think it's always men like um, the hammer. If, if you're a hammer, everything looks like uh, every, every solution or every, uh, yeah, every solution looks like whatever. You know what I'm trying to say. Hammer, if you're a hammer, everything's going to look like a nail because that's the only tool you have. But you have way more tools than just that. You can... You can be somewhere on the spectrum and handle things how they should be handled based on the energy that you're carrying and the energy that's in front of you. And you just have to find a way to kind of mix it so that whatever's happening inside you and whatever's happening outside, they kind of coexist equally. And that's peace. That's balance. And that's not to say it feels peaceful or it feels balanced. But... That's how, I think that's kind of a universal truth. Everything is already balanced. It's, it's just from the perspective that you're looking at it from, it may seem un unbalanced or it might seem a little over here or a little over there, but everything balances out, balances out. Even if the world, even if the earth exploded right now, it's because that's what needed to happen to main balance in the universe. Or, you know, maybe it got too hot. Maybe it got too cold. Maybe a meteor hit it. Maybe, um, you know, in environmental change, global warming, something happened where um, perhaps Earth was out of balance or perhaps we were out of balance. And so something outside of us or something outside of Earth had to correct for that balance to maintain balance. So, you know, keep that in mind as well. Balance isn't, doesn't always feel balanced to you. And if it doesn't feel balanced to you, then it's probably a sign that you need to realign yourself so that you you feel more in balance with how things are balancing out on a larger scale. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Now I'm probably gonna think of something else I could have said after we end this podcast, but for now I think um, I think I can put a pin in that. So thank y'all for tuning in and we'll catch y'all in the next one.